All right. Welcome to Stolen Droid Podcast Live WandaVision Recap. Yeah, you. I like. Can I swear now? Yeah, you can swear now. That's fine. (laughs) Should say that, Jake. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome. 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 We're going to talk about WandaVision. This is my excited face for WandaVision. Can you tell? Yeah, your whole attitude is. I can tell with all the headroom. Yeah, it makes it very apparent that you're excited. I'm not happy to be here. You can leave. Oh. oh no! Don't leave, Jake. <laughs> so sad. And Bye, Jake. We're six. Well, anyway, so Wandavision. <laughs> Wandavision happened recently. Welcome back, Jake. We missed That's you. Wrapped. So we've all seen it, right? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I certainly hope so. I haven't all seen my episodes. finale. <laughs> I've seen the. I've only seen the. I've only seen I've only seen the finale, and I've seen it nine times. That works. Oh. Nice. There was something the finale so much that you're like, I'm just going to watch this nine times instead I, of going yeah, back and, and watching the other eight episodes. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it seems it seems like WandaVision is either super brilliant or just kind of okay or people just really hated it that's kind of the three categories of people for wandavision isn't that typically how most shows would go yeah. isn't that every you show either really I, like I it think you- this one was specifically more called out as uh, i i saw it as more of a black and white either you like well, yeah, that's what the first two episodes were. Especially the first few episodes. Very black and white. <laughs> I already white. made that Name. joke. I made that joke, Zonor. Yes. I beat you to it. You did you beat me to it. can't say the joke right after I say it. <laughs> well Gosh. done, Zach. Whoa, well done. Taking it away. Uh, Son of a... The, the black and white, thing, if you ask me. The very, <laughs> the very interesting thing about WandaVision is this is the first new MCU media we've had in a year over a year right that is very true Mm -hmm. like we had endgame and then we were supposed to get black widow but you know things got pushed and pushed and pushed um and so wandavision was the follow-up to no sorry it was the follow-up to far from home thank you yes but that was that was uh it's been a long time since we've been back in the mcu yeah and interestingly enough, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come out before WandaVision. But uh-huh. It was, yes. Because of reasons, uh, it was pushed back and, and we got this. And so it'll be interesting to see how this impacts what happens well, with Falcon and Winter Soldier. And not only that, was the ending of WandaVision got changed because of certain restrictions and other things there was supposed to be like um Dude, the rabbit was supposed was to off. actually like turn into a demon and fight and yeah. all sorts of crazy stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. that they had to change that. yeah that the director was like we had to change it i think it was because of covid reasons and other things they couldn't do really? a lot indoors and because they were outside filming a lot most of the scenes of the characters in the season finale were either all CGI 
or with somebody that was CGI and very rarely all together. So did the that's demon get COVID? Is that why they had to change that? Yeah, he, he was died high risk. COVID. He was oh. high risk. Oh, yeah. dang. That sucks. So, he refused to give Thoughts and prayers. He's older than 80. Yeah, he's older than 80. He's high risk. His health, you know, when you're a thousand plus years old, it's hard. Can't confirm. <laughs> well, anyway, so don't it I, seems don't like I have, don't I have that chaotic new immortal energy though? Like totally. if somebody you really told do, you, like, though. Zach, oh, yeah. Zach's been alive for a very long time. You'd be like, if, yeah. If also, why is why is he more successful? Here. <laughs> <laughs> He's been alive such a long time. Why is he where he is? <laughs> you just that, waited until now. Great question. Um, we're we're so glad to have Steph here with us. Hey, Steph. She's oh letting God. us know she can't watch it because she hasn't Steph. seen the vision yet. Come Steph. on, Steph. Uh, Bell of shame. Wow. It was Agatha shame. all along. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, 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 my Wait a second. That's oh, a totally yeah. different show. song is people are okay. making parodies of it where it's like, um, who's been messing up everything? And then yes. the guy's like, it's been my dumb ass all along. Yeah. Like, yeah, that hits too close to home, man. Well, well, I mean, a lot of people Agatha have been doing. <laughs> it's purple. Of course it is. Obviously. I can see oh. it. I can see it very clearly. Um, let's move on from that. I'm gonna go. So, Jake, you mentioned on uh, a Soul and Joy's podcast last week, maybe the week before, I don't recall, uh, that we are the show that has more unfulfilled fan theories than WandaVision. Uh, yeah. Let's delve into some of those unfulfilled fan theories because there's a few. Uh, Man, this show for – and I think part of it is just because, like you mentioned, Zach, this is the first Marvel content that we've gotten since Far From Home. Yep. Um, and so it's been over a year, and maybe that's it. And maybe it's also because we all have a lot more time on our hands lately that we can kind of delve deeper into this kind of stuff. But this seemed like a show where people were really like looking for all of these Easter eggs and coming up with all of these theories – and then it seemed like the the finale came and it was like, oh, well, nothing. I mean, stuff happened and it was important and it's going to move the story along. But it wasn't it wasn't all of the theories that people kept thinking it was. It wasn't. Well, what yeah. And that's also it's also because, like, yes, we do have Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, that's technically phase four Marvel. If, correct me if I'm wrong. But like we. Correct. We don't. We still don't have a lot of Phase Four Marvel, and yeah. so like Endgame has happened. It there was a conclusion. Like we know that, and so moving on from that again. Like since this is the first 
um, Marvel content we've had in a while, we're, we're all looking, we're all, we're all ready to see what's going to happen in the next phase of Marvel. So of course we're, we're nitpicking every little thing and looking for every little Easter egg and jumping for joy when we see somebody from an X-Men movie show up. And then we all mm-hmm. start with the X-Men theories. I mean, I know I've talked to both of these guys right here all about it. Like, um, we've we've dealt we've dived deep into the, yeah. uh, everybody the X Men multiverse theories. Everybody sure. went down down the uh, the X Men theory rabbit hole. I jumped on that train too, and then just felt like a real a real boner there at the end. And it ended up <laughs> not being the case. That great descriptive word. Wouldn't it be the opposite of a boner, boner though? My gosh. Yeah. You know, I I jumped that on That was his name. You guys know that, right? That yes, yeah, that's Ralph right. Boner. <laughs> yes. yeah, all right. Wait, Ralph. Wait, it's really Boner? Ralph Boner. Yeah, yes. Ralph Boner. Is, it. it was on his, his headshot. Yeah. Ralph and Boner. And he says it. Yeah. And on his YouTube channel. I just love that you just threw Boner and headshot, like, right out there. It just... Yeah. I mean, it, Why it said that? his name on the headshot. Boner headshot. Boner Agatha Thong. <laughs> That's the title of this podcast. I've got to jump into YouTube real quick and make this not safe for kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, I know personally. What, what other show are you are you gonna get? In in any universe that's like that, that's going to be able to to bring in, you know, someone like you know, uh, oh, I forgot, you know, Evan whatever fake Pedro's, yeah, Evan name, Peters, um, you know, to actually bring him into this after you know we we all know that what's before with X Men doesn't exist, but then gets brought into here, and then we're like, wait, what? Well, yeah. wasn't there a thing about because because they've technically well because they have purchased Fox now that it could be said that X Men is just part of a multiverse, not that it didn't exist, but it could just be a multiverse because clearly it's going to happen because you multiverse madness. Well, and yeah. they teased it in Spider Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then again, totally disappointed everybody. Because they brought up the know. whole multiverse thing, and then it was like, ah, just kidding. It wasn't I kind of really felt rickrolled a little bit, and yeah. I, I wasn't mad. I just laughed at it. I was like, I was like, I love how they just threw like, like screw all the theories, you know, whatever. This is what it is, and I was like, it's so stupidly simple that all of us who were thinking it's the most complicated Easter eggy thing, and like, no, it's just simple. This just happened to be this guy that he was, she was controlling. Yeah. See, yeah. I like the idea movie. and the theory that it With was Mephisto. Oh my gosh, I was all over the Mephisto theory. It's like it was everywhere. The signs yeah. were everywhere, and he wasn't there. It's, and I was like, "Dang it! It's Paul Bettany against Paul Bettany." Yeah, but I it could. We could very well have have him show up. Like there are, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount him. There are still Easter eggs out there that it is a possibility. So I'm still well, on the train, and we Speaking still have the Doctor Strange to come up. You know, so we can yeah. see that. Yeah. We can and, see yeah. Mephisto in there. And they and did a good job that. in little ways tying this with in with Doctor Strange. Like when Agatha mm-hmm. mentions that she's even more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme and things yep. like that. Yep. That, that lean that it's going to tie in with that a little bit. So we'll see how it, how it does that. I love so, that. 
I have a question hey, can for you we, guys. Before we go too far from this, sorry, Zach, and then I'm going to let you go. Can we talk about how the actor's name is Evan Peters and his character ends up being Ralph Boner? He goes from Peters to Boner, like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> now you can go, Zach. Well done, Jim. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to say anything at all. <laughs> Let's just all take a moment and appreciate that. Well done. Uh, we just lost a viewer. say Boner? My grandpa's name was Peter Boner. <laughs> so, um, that his name was a Dick Boner. Nice. Uh, you know what? I actually, I work with someone. I work with somebody who's. Uh, Oh, this is this is a this is a thing. Uh, I work with somebody whose maiden name was Phallic. Oh boy! And uh, married name is Wang, and decided to hyphenate. <laughs> that was probably the viewer that we lost. They were probably watching this. They're like joking about last names like that is not cool. And then what? dropped off. Well, what that's good. That's probably for the though. best because I don't want I don't want them to hear me just talking about them on the stream. And they're like, hey. that's a really like what an opportunity though. Like, when are you ever going to get that again? My like, name know, is Bill Butlicker. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm stopping. Oh my god! Right, the so yeah, what uh, were you going to say, Colin? Colin was going to say nothing. It was my turn. Hey, right. uh, oh, that's not what you were going to say. That's true. No, I was just the thing that I really appreciated about the MCU um, that differs itself from other, the early two thousand superhero movies is it seems like like early two thousand superhero movies were doing everything they could to make it not look like superheroes, and that's why all the X-Men just wear black leather, right? So the MCU's been refreshing because it's been having them actually wear costumes. And we finally got a comic book accurate costume for Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch. Because of their Halloween costume and the MCU costume. What did you guys think of the MCU costume? Amazing. I I loved it. Loved it. Flattering. Okay, somebody had pointed this out to me, the colors because there's red and there's mixed in a little bit of purple. Oh, Jake and didn't like the costume. Because it's red mixed in with a little bit uh, of purple because she has taken, assuming Agatha's. all of Agatha's power, so it kind of manifested into okay. her suit in oh, this kind of purple hue. And I was like, I don't care if they did that on purpose or not. It's beautiful. Yeah. I think it's a I think it's a gorgeous costume. Uh Liz Olsen was was rocking it. She looked powerful. She looked magical. I was very excited to see. I was very excited to see that. I think the costume designers deserve many a kudos oh gosh, for that one. Seriously. Well, and not even just for that um that outfit, but the whole rest of the costumes in the whole TV series, like all the different decades. Like I thought they did such a good job going I agree. through it all. And did you guys watch the the making of it? Mm-hmm. I, I did. No. Yeah. I was gonna say I know Marley and me did because we watched yeah. it together <laughs> on PlayStation. <laughs> we were on party chat together, yeah. <laughs> and it was amazing how how like just all of the costumes and how they filmed everything and the the mass amounts of wigs. I don't think it like none of that was Olsen's actual hair was all wigs, and then Paul Bettany looks terrifying without CGI. 
True. <laughs> well, she she even said at one point that she felt more comfortable filming with Vision than with Paul. <laughs> <laughs> because in all of her scenes with him it's always it's always been vision and yeah. so actually filming with yeah. him you know IRL it's like, different well it's okay weird. here's a fun tidbit that you learn in the making of so obviously vision right here he's red he's kind of a reddish color but during the black and white episodes the way that like his like face paint and stuff like transferred over into the black and white it like looked weird and so actually his face is blue they they painted him blue and so then that way when they had the black and white cameras on it just it just had a better i guess look or whatever it, I'm, it, I'm not sure on the felt, science of it it felt like it was red when you looked at it because it kind of had that same depth to it so they yeah so so they actually have like photos of like behind the scenes and he's like all blue and it looks so weird <laughs> Well, even even the uh, like the the kitchen, the way they get it to be, you know, so distinct is it's all like this light blue. Mm. Oh yeah, it is. Oh, perfect. The, I think that that the black and white was one of my favorites because I, I I loved the Dick Van Dyke show and that the they got to actually talk with him and Dick figure Van Dyke, out how, yeah. Boner, Peter. You're on a roll. Jeez. I'm so sorry. But this is actually his name, just like Ralph Boner. But that they Boner actually got to talk kids. to him and understand how the background and how things work so they could portray it accurately. I was yeah. like, I love these guys. They're brilliant. Well, and just all oh. of the all of the different um the different sitcoms through the decades that they utilized, like it was very obvious. Like you knew which ones that they were trying to portray, and, oh, yeah. and honestly, a lot of those shows I've never seen, but I knew what they were. If yeah. that makes sense, because they're they're iconic, you know, like oh, yeah. they're just very. Um, oh, no, you see that backdrop, and yeah. you're automatically like, "Oh, hey, Brady Bunch, what's up?" Mm-hmm. Or even the music, like the intros, mm-hmm. they did like this whole thing in the making of um, where they talked to the composers for a few minutes and how they used like. I don't know if you guys really like paid attention to it, um, each of the intro music, but like it was the same theme, like the same um, do, 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 scale. Do. Is that what I'm? What am I trying to think? It's it been a while like since I've done music. Yeah, it yeah, was, like, it was the same three notes. Yeah, and so they and they just took that and then went through the different decades and even like listened to the other sitcoms um, opening songs and just kind of got like a good feel for them and then wrote their own. Um, to kind of go with that. And I think that is like, that's so clever. Um, you know, a lot of work went into this show. So, so let's talk about the, the first two black and white video, uh, or, um, the episodes. Thank you. Uh, Jake, I know you were not an overall fan of the show. Was it, was it specifically like those two episodes that threw you off no, and this is where I struggle with saying that I'm not a fan of the show because this is the this is what everybody comes back at me with is like, well, you know, it's slow. There's not the same action that you get in a Marvel movie. Yeah, no, I get that. I watch a lot of movies and shows that are not like action-packed thriller movies and shows. Well, it's it's in black and white because it's trying to – yeah, no, I don't have a problem with black and white. Frank Capra is one of my favorite directors of all time. All of his movies are super old and black and white. So, like, that didn't bother me. The show just 
I just, it didn't connect with me like it did with a lot of other people, but it wasn't like, it wasn't because I didn't get it or I didn't appreciate what they were doing. I thought it was great that they wanted to kind of impersonate these styles. And I think that's very creative and outside of the box, but I still, it just didn't resonate with me. Do you think it's because okay. the character specifically, like I know for me, sometimes some people's favorite characters and then I watch like the movie about it or whatever, kind of like in like even the DCEU and I watch it. I'm like, it was, it was fine, but they're like, it was the best ever. And I'm like, I just don't connect with that character. No, because I think we got more depth on the characters than we got in the movies. And I think Paul Bettany's an incredible actor. So I've always really liked um, the vision. And out of all the Olsen sisters, I think that Elizabeth Olsen's probably the best actress out of the group. And I think she's great. So it it wasn't the characters or the actors. Like I said, the show just, like, I don't know that I needed nine episodes to tell this story. I think it could have been a two-hour movie and it would have accomplished the same thing. And and I would have been more okay with that. Yeah, I wonder if the reason they did a show was to just essentially branch into the TV verse because, like, they're going to do it with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki, and they're like, well, we might as well start with these three and see how it goes. They needed content for does. Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> That, I mean, that's pretty much what I'm saying was like it, to get into that and give the content. I wonder if well, that's just- and I think I think the idea behind doing it as a series is they wanted to kind of replicate what you get with that with each episode was a different era, a different style of sitcom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get like why they did it as a series. I really do. I just feel like it was just OK for me. And I'm not saying I not hated valid. it either. It's totally so. valid. Well, and to get those cliffhangers too, you know, to create intrigue, I think mm-hmm. is what they were going for. And, and, um, I don't know when I, when I talk to people about the show, um, I know, I know some people don't like, I know a lot of people have the opinion where they're like, no, the first episode needs to be amazing and it needs to pull me right in. I don't want to, I don't want to have to watch four or five episodes to get hooked. And that's fine. If that's the way you want to watch TV, that's fine. But like, I think it's still good to know, like going into this show, it will take a couple episodes to kind of get a grasp of what's going on. For me, I, I'm a huge Marvel fan, as you guys mm-hmm. all know. Hooked but first episode, of course. I'm like, I'm, I guess you could say I'm pretty easy because I just, I love Marvel and it's like, give me any Marvel content and I will just love it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll just go with it. But I also like understand that not everybody's like that. And so I try to just give them, um, like earlier, um, Stephanie, when she commented that she hasn't seen it yet, you know, I kind of just explained to her like, yeah, it's, it's different, but you just got to keep watching it. It's a really awesome. Stephanie really likes shows about powerful women. And so I'm like, Stephanie, it's a show about a powerful woman. You are going to love this show. And it's really awesome to see this character, um, like you actually get to see more of her because in the MC in the movies in the MCU, we don't really get a whole lot of Wanda and, or or really Vision. You know, like yeah. we just get little snippets here and there. But that's because you know we we all know that the story um, was more focused on the main six. Um, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and and honestly, like Wanda. Envision, 
especially their relationship. Like when it was first introduced in, um, Oh, was it infinity war? War? Yeah. I was like, what is this? I was like, get no, go to a different scene. I don't care. Very much. so. Well, they didn't, they didn't really spend, they didn't spend. If you go back and watch Mm. Wanda, Wanda vision scenes in the MCU, after having seen the TV show, they have a lot more impact. But as they happened in the movies, when all of a sudden Infinity War, it's like, oh, and they're in love. Unless you, I think unless you were like really into the MCU or into Marvel Comics big time, it yeah. very much came out of left field. Yeah, yeah. They they hint at it in and, Civil and going War. Back, but it yeah. wasn't it's all exactly. Civil it War, there's very, very distinctive, yeah. two distinctive moments where you know, it's obvious that that vision kind of hit an honor. It just wasn't enough for casual viewers. No. And so then just to like, for me, it was like, okay, I don't really care about these characters that much because again, the focus wasn't really on them mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. now. And see, and watching the show, it just kind of helped me get to know Wanda and vision and the relationship more and, and be able to just see that on a different scale. And I mean, I, I love TV shows. I honestly, I probably, I probably love TV shows more than I love movies, but I'd still love movies. Don't get me wrong. But I, I loved watching it in this medium. Um, it was, it was definitely new and different and I'm really excited to see like, um, you know, winter soldier or Falcon and winter soldier coming up soon. Oh my gosh. So do you mind if I change a little bit? I think we need to come out of the hex and talk about Jimmy Woo. We need to talk about oh Jimothy Woo. Jimmy Woo is the Woo. new Coulson. Wait, 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 wait. You mean you mean Jim Halpert, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Asian Jim. Asian Jim. Yeah. yeah. I'm go. good on you for not seeing race, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Gosh. I, you guys, have you guys seen the gosh. interviews that have been coming out with, with Randall Park recently? And he's like, I forgot I did the office. Yes. 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 Good one with, with walking down the street. Conan, yeah. People are like, Asian Jim. And he's like, what kind of racist shit is this? <laughs> <laughs> Randall Park oh Randall Park is a treasure. And really is. who said who said uh Jimmy was the new agent Colson? I totally agree. Thank I you. Think, I'm yep. so glad I you started too. saying that. I and I was like, love him. We, we need a reboot of Agents <laughs> of Shield. Yeah. Agents well, of Sword is yes. going to be. It know, was fantastic right. because just right in the first episode, you see Jimmy and you're like, oh, how fun. And it is a card trick. And I'm like, I've swooned falling over with like the nerd wave. Just like, oh, he learned you, the trick. You say you swooned. Oh, boy. You ever swoon before? I swoon constantly. I I, I swooned then. Well, honestly, give me a show with Jimmy Woo and um Darcy? and Darcy Lewis, and I'm like, oh, this yeah. this is gonna be golden. Like was, I we so need cool to see Darcy. Them. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. She just so been college this whole time. Darcy was such a small character, almost a throwaway character from the Thor movies. And it was good to see her back and yeah. get to see a little bit more of her character. So I enjoyed well, that as well. Well, I'm assuming that we're we're starting to to see more of her because she's probably going to come back up in the next Thor movie, right? I would I imagine. Yeah. So. Well, because she's so close, she's such close friends with. Um, oh wow, Jane, I Jane. Jane. Jane Foster. Yeah, Jane Foster. Jane. So close friends with Jane Foster that you think she would have something. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm okay with that. I thought I like her character a lot. 
Uh, and yeah. I, I think she's got a good, she she's got uh, good comedic timing and everything. Yeah, kind of just so. disappeared at the end, though. Like you, you just you see her hit the sword truck, uh, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> and then the, I'm sure she was knocked man. unconscious, and she's in a <laughs> medical bus somewhere. But uh, I, yeah. screw Hayward. Yeah. Well, yeah. Freaking Hayward. Acting director of S.W.O.R.D. White people, am I right? I just don't understand. Like, I I get why he grounded her, right? Because obviously there's things that he he wants to main control of, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I, I think the the obvious place for um, I just lost my train of thought. I don't oh, know no. what the obvious place is. Oh no, it's fine for sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Vision. I mean, I I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty cool how um like because earlier in the season we you know Hayward was kind of telling his version of of things about how Wanda just showed up at the sword headquarters and just blasted her way in and blah, blah, blah. Like making her sound like a total villain. When in reality, like when we actually got to like, see that flashback, you know, it was just, she just wanted to see him. And then when she saw him there, feel him again. Yeah. And when she couldn't, that was, yeah, that was really heartbreaking. And even to see him there in pieces like that. And then she left, like she didn't do anything else, but freaking Hayward. Okay. Now wait, before we say she didn't do anything else, she just left and that was it. And then she went to a town and took over everybody's minds. Well, I, yeah, I mean, she did do a big something. (laughs) I mean, how impressive that she made vision with her power. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was incredible. But, um, while she was torturing everybody in the town, I know she she technically did like enslave an entire town. Okay, but she didn't do that on purpose. She she didn't realize she thought she was helping them, which is why at the end she's like, no, you guys are feeling peace. You're feeling happy. They're like, no, we're not. She's like, oh, no. Yeah. It's just totally not intentional. She thought she was. Yeah. Helping here's, these here's people the and making them happy, or else no, she I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think what she did, what she did at first, was an accident, right? When her yeah. powers got away from her. I mean, it is chaos magic. Um, but at one point, she discovered that she had created this reality, and that she was keeping these people inside of it for her benefit. She knew she was controlling their life. She didn't know they were in pain, but she's yeah. like. She refused to acknowledge that in taking away their agency, she was the villain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. That I, I, I can agree with. Yeah. So, when these people are frozen on the other side of town, mm-hmm. do they just pee themselves? A hundred percent. Yes. All like, the time. Consistently. You're, you're sitting there for like hours and hours waiting for someone to move into that area. No, I mean, it is magic. And sometimes it's just at night. So, are you just straight up, straight up, you know, wearing the pins or what? She she gave them all adult diapers. That's my theory. Maybe maybe that's, that's why it's torture because they can't pee themselves because they're, they they're getting they're getting diaper rest. It. Oh, oh, so so my my question is, and and maybe slightly more pertinent than Colin's question. Um, <laughs> why does Wanda always drive a Buick? Is money okay? No, that wasn't my question either. But okay. Is, 
Is Wanda the hero or the villain of this story? Yep. She's both. Yes. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think there's multiple levels of it, right? Because for one, she was unaware at one point. But then she was afraid of losing what she had. Don't let him make you the villain. And so I already you know, am. We, I, I think we have a very it's a very, very black and white type type of situation. Uh, where we're not going to do the joke every time you nope. say it's black and white, Colin. <laughs> all right, all right. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, you have this part of her that, you know, she's she's created all of these things to where she's she's trying to express herself, right? She's trying to deal with these emotions be behind losing vision and losing the hope of having a family with him and growing as this human. Uh, and then you have the side where, okay, now she's aware, but she's not stopping it. She's in too deep. She doesn't want to lose the only happiness that she has left, but yeah. she's doing it at the expense of other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of my favorite parts in in the whole season um, is when uh, Vision's at work, um, and uh, you know they just received that that communication from Darcy. Everyone's reading it, and then Vision taps into uh, one of his coworkers or releases uh, one of his coworkers from from that mind control, and it just immediately goes into this whole emotional rant. Um, and, you know, w- worried for, oh, what was it? It was like his father or his sister that was Norm. In, in the hospital. Um, and then all of a sudden he gets snapped back in and he doesn't even miss a beat. He just jumps right back into being this hap- super happy-go-lucky guy. I, and like I'm, those acting chops, I was, I was very impressed with that. His, his name is Asif Ali and he, he's on TikTok. And he's he so funny about, on TikTok. <laughs> he's freaking hilarious. Oh my oh, gosh. Man. But that I'm that specific funny. scene right there, I totally agree. It's just like beautifully done. He's incredible. And I, I'm, I'm excited to see him in more things. Well, and wasn't um, that the first time too that we actually really like saw that? Mm-hmm. Too yes. was like we didn't because we didn't really we didn't know that the townspeople were in any pain. We thought that they were just yeah. la la la. Everything's fine for the children. Yeah. <laughs> for the, other thing, the other thing we didn't really know, we didn't know that she was controlling them. We didn't know what this reality was. Right. Like, were, they, were they all fake? And so that that's where that's where this kind of that yeah. kind well, of yeah, I mean in the beginning Oh, um, in the beginning, like I one of my biggest theories, because yeah, we, you didn't know what was going on, but like one of my theories was like, okay. I really do think that Wanda is doing this, but I also think that there's another force at play here. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, that's what happened. I mean, yeah, mo- I'm, I, I mean, we know that the majority of the magic was Wanda's, but like Agatha definitely had a hand in a lot of things too. It's Agatha all along. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they set it up really well in the first few episodes to make you think that there's something doing this to Wanda. Like when you've got their, their initial transmission, you know, Wanda, who's doing this to you, Wanda, Mm -hmm. like 
it's making you think that she's trapped somewhere. Is this all in her head? What's really happening? Um, and then it's, it's a slow burn to get to like where you find out what's going on and, and what she's doing. So very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the powerhouse that Monica Rambo is. Yeah. Can we hey. talk about Monica? Oh, yeah. No. We just we ran out of time. We're not going to talk about it. We have like 30 minutes left. You know, everyone keeps talking about how they want to know what she has, like what her problem is with You know what she has? You know what she has? She got power, baby. She does, yes. She got power and pure charisma because she rocked. She really did. I, I really liked her character a lot. But everyone keeps saying, you know, she's obviously got some sort of issues with Captain Marvel. So does everyone Everybody. else. Nobody likes Captain Marvel. Well, I shouldn't say nobody. I, I, I wouldn't say nobody. <laughs> Who are these people that don't like Captain Marvel? Are you there's, like, there's a like lot fans? Of, or are you talking about like in the Captain movie? Captain Marvel. No, Who's mostly so- fans. <laughs> So the a TLDR, oh, well, it's fine. TLDR, the reason why people don't like Captain Marvel in the MCU is because uh, the way that she was introduced felt kind of forced. And all of a sudden there's this huge powerhouse of a player. She comes in and does all these just random things and that she didn't feel very integrated into the story and that her character was just kind of, there yeah it was just kind of there and it wasn't it wasn't as integrated as it could have been to create more um cohesion cohesion with the with not not the cast but like with those characters everybody else with the characters yeah Yeah, because she was barely in endgame yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. but But in in the the, you know 40 seconds that was in captain marvel or captain marvel endgame she was in a lot of Captain Marvel. Destroyed a. <laughs> a uh, you know, she completely destroyed a, a battleship by just flying right through it, right? Like, she just bodied herself through it. And, yes. and she could have taken down Thanos right then and there by herself. So, so could have. So could uh, Wanda. Wanda. So yeah. could have Wanda. Yep. I love that. Okay. The, one of the best theories out there it's not really theories just kind of like a joke where it's like well i wonder how many like how did they know those details and somebody was like ant-man started a podcast they're like vision you're dead how does everybody know vision died exactly I, oh, like they know that captain marvel scott take with uh, scott with michael pena That'd be yeah so yeah oh, oh yeah they totally God. started a podcast together and talks that's- about the whole thing I yeah. that's my that's my favorite. Taking like a couple steps back though, like with Wanda being strong enough to beat Thanos, like if they knew if she knew and Vision knew she had the power to destroy the crystal in his head, why didn't she go like destroy any of the like crystals in Infinity okay. Gauntlet? Re- like why didn't okay. she just like attack him? <laughs> like okay, well, she did in, try. Well one, she didn't want to kill him. Well, and it and it took a lot of steady holding still to, and concentration to take out the stones were in the heat of battle. That time wasn't there for her. So she had to find other avenues to fight him instead of directly going after the stones. I mean, she I did think. like strip all his armor off. Yeah. So yeah. And she didn't have access to the other stones. 
did she she didn't even know i don't know if she really really knew about the stones either like really knew about she, all of them she no wasn't she wasn't really involved she? in a lot of but that she does, yeah she doesn't know where her oh. like she she she's an experiment know. Yeah. Um, the fact of the matter is her power, <laughs> her power, chaos magic, from what I can tell, uh, comes from her emotion. Yeah. And the emotion to save Vision uh, rather than the emotion to avenge Vision, those are the two emotions that we have her using in mm-hmm. Infinity War and in Endgame. Yep. And the power and the rage that came from wanting to avenge the only – you know, person she ever loved besides her brother. Mm-hmm. That's why she was able to be almost beat Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Okay. okay let's let's go back to Monica Rambo. Sorry that yes. I, yeah. I derailed us <laughs> there. You, you oh, asked man. a question, Colin, about what her issue is with Captain Marvel. We're gonna um, find out. I, I think yeah, and I think that they I did not, but that's okay. Who asked that question? I thought you did. I think, I think that, I don't know who it was, but I, I mean, I think I can answer. Well, I have somewhat of an answer. What I think it is, is that at the end of Captain Marvel, she went off and did other things and she just didn't, I just don't think she ever bothered to come back down to earth that, that we yeah. know of, you know, I, it's yeah. very possible yeah. that she came and visited um, Maria and Monica and just hung out with them and, and everything. But it's also possible she didn't. Because yeah. she wanted to be up in, you know, and saving other, other planets, reason. you know, yeah. so that's probably that could be a, a reason why Monica's and, a little salty towards her. Well, it, I, and Maria. someone asked her, I think in Endgame, you know, I can't remember who it was, but where have you been? She's yeah. like, Earth's not the only planet. Yeah, exactly. So, he's like, oh, yeah. Earth doesn't have, or other planets don't have you guys. Yeah, those rocket yeah. Other like planets that. are suffering too, which which totally makes sense. But it also ruins some relationships, relationships. that she could be having. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think it comes down to like her mom being sick and eventually dying, and her and wondering where was Captain her. Marvel to save her. That yeah. makes that makes yeah. perfect sense. And the way that. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, can we talk about how cool it was to see yes, the the five years say. later, right? When when we first see Monica coming crazy. back from dust. Yeah. That was wild Beautiful. to be able to see yeah. that chaos. Because that's, that's exactly well, how well, In the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how many people just disappeared that were either, like, right then and there, like, bleeding to death? And then all of a sudden they're back and in the same situation. Or mid surgery. Yeah, or mid surgery. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's not stuff you think about. I think think it's because, I mean, the Russo brothers did talk about this with Hulk. And and when he did the snap, essentially, I I wouldn't say he, he wished, but when he did the snap, part of it was everybody would come back safely and unharmed. And so I think when it came to those people, I think that, I don't know if they would be like magically cured or whatever, but they would have come back safely yeah. and out of harm. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, if you're in an airplane and exactly now you come back and, but still, but regardless, no airplane, but yeah. regardless, yeah. like even just like <laughs> popping into like, like a like a hospital or whatever you know state you're in like that would still be insane because like people are popping in like crazy and you're like wait what is happening like i need to find so-and-so because to them five years hadn't hadn't gone by 
No, it was like it had, they I, had just barely happened, and so of course it's it's that way. <laughs> I liked that this was a good follow up to the scenes that we saw in Spider Man Far From Home because you get like the marching band appearing the on the, the basketball court, and it's all funny. <laughs> but then we get the hospital where it is kind of that feeling of panic where everybody's coming back all of a sudden, and yeah, it, it was very different. It didn't seem as funny. Well, yeah. and an interesting thing too, um, kind of gearing up for Falcon and Winter Soldier is I, I read an article that was just kind of talking about like the timing of the um, the blip and everything and, and how like, yes, we saw a little bit in WandaVision and I think we're going to see more in yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier because so far what we've seen, it's been so focused on the heroes that it's easy to forget about what everybody else in the world is dealing with, with this split. Yeah. And yeah. so how can a winter soldier, I think, I think they're going to be kind of tasked with, and I don't know that like, don't yeah. quote me on this, but like, for me, I think they're kind of, kind of help clean up the mess a little bit. Yeah. Well, we do know, we do know that Falcon uh, is very interested in the Xbox because of the Xbox commercial. Cause he was gone uh, for five years. And so, but I think that that goes to prove your point, Marley, that I think there's going to be a lot more discussion about um, dealing with the after effects of everybody coming back and end game and everything else. Um, I, I'd also like to kind of add on to that too. Um, with at first I thought that Monica's uh, engineering contact would have been Reed Richards. And then when we saw her, I was like, it's like, Maybe that's the scroll that she became friends with when she was a kid. Turns out I was wrong. It was the wrong person. But seeing her as, you know, uh, seeing a scroll coming back and then Monica is going to be able to go up to this new space area and then leading into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I, I noticed during the, the halftime Super Bowl show. Mm-hmm. In one of the scenes when they were in kind of like this bar area, there was, it looked like a bunch of masks at first, but when I saw it, I was like, no, those are scroll heads. And at further look, it is scroll heads. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to take more of what happened with the scrolls in WandaVision and everything else and start Secret Invasion because now we know what scrolls are and we know that they're there. So Falcon and the winter soldier is going to have a lot riding on its shoulders. Oh yeah, definitely. Is secret invasion the next big thing or Mm -mm. is secret invasion is going to be a TV series? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm very excited for that. That was actually, that was one of my most favorite aside from civil war secret invasion is one of my most favorite mcu stories or oh, not MCU wait, stories, is that gonna stories. be like about like scroll people yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. what they do short long story short they embody themselves in major pieces of government sometimes they even took down superheroes and inserted themselves as that superhero so at one time oh. uh, captain america was a scroll and nobody knew uh same with <laughs> like uh, a bunch of other people because they were so good at taking the memories and their appearance and what they well, do. And we already know That's from cool. Spider-Man Far From Home that Nick Fury and mm-hmm. uh, I want to say Robin Sparkles, but I can't remember. <laughs> 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 right. Maria Hill. Thank Maria you. Hill. Castles <laughs> in the sand. Castles in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know that they're scrolls. So where, where are the real ones? You know what I mean? Where, oh, well, actually, we know where Nick Fury is, but we yeah, don't Nick know Yeah, Nick Fury is up on the ship. I think um, I think Mario's with her 
or with him. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see where Winter Soldier um, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier goes. Um, and and one of the things that people got really excited about is the city that they're in in Asia plays a big role in a lot of the X-Men stories yeah. and uh, Wolverine specifically. And there was a lot of rumors and hints that we were going to get mutants as, you know, in WandaVision. Um and so my question is, did that happen or did it not happen? From what is visually shown, I have not seen anything that would indicate a worldwide certain people DNA change. Yeah. So because in the comics, Wanda and Pietro are mutants. mutants. Yes. Son, yeah. da- son and daughter of uh, Magneto. Yeah. Uh, yes. Magneto. But – in this, they mention when when Agatha has her episode and she's making Wanda go back and like relive her memories and her past. They talk about why the twins survived mm-hmm. and other uh, test subjects didn't survive, and that and it kind of hints that Wanda's powers were already there, mm-hmm. and that what happened with the stone just kind of triggered that. Or and amplified so, them or something. I have a theory. I'm I'm full of theories. I've been doing so much reading and researching. So I so at, at first when I was talking to my husband, he was a little bit confused, like, oh, did she have powers all along? And I was like, no, she didn't. And then I okay, so the more I thought about it, the more it's affected by actual IRL things. So at first, Wanda only got her powers from the stone because Disney did not have the rights to call her a mutant at the time. And they called so, her a miracle. Exactly. So as soon as they <laughs> received rights and they were able to actually solidify Wanda's story and really start calling her a mutant, that's when we were able to start seeing that stuff. So I believe that technically all along she was a mutant, but we didn't get that confirmation until Disney got the rights to Fox and was able to actually mm-hmm. hint that into the story that we saw. Yeah. And I, and obviously I think that plays a role mm-hmm. in all of that as well, because they couldn't have mutants before. Yeah. Um, they but now they, they can. were able to bring that in. Well, so. and with such a big tease with bringing in Evan Peters and, you know, as we know him as Quicksilver in, in those, in the X-Men movies and stuff like it, yes, we know like how it all turned out because of the finale with Ralph Boner. Okay, we've already been over that. But like <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, like, do you guys think that like Marvel is still gonna try to fit in X Men Easter eggs here and there just to kind of mess with us and or like keep throwing in those teasers because they're actually they actually have solid plans that they're working on. I to bring the X-Men into the MCU. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if I they're just going to so. keep doing that kind of stuff just to drive us crazy. If I we've learned anything from Kevin Faggy, there's a plan. There's a plan, yep. It'll release itself and will mm-hmm. become bigger. Yeah. There, I, I like, yeah. Yes, I like, they may tease, but it's going to lead to something. I like, I like referring to these types of situations as the last season of Sherlock. They were not the first several episodes. It was like, this is not great. This is not a great way for all of this to go out. Then you see the very last episode. 
all the puzzle pieces come together, it turns out to be the best season ever because the final episode tied everything together and just blew everybody's minds. And that's how I like to view the MCU sometimes is a complete buildup to the actual puzzle that's being put together. So I am totally agree with, with Colin and Marley's theories that there, there's a plan. Things are going to happen. We don't know when, but we've seen it happen before. Yeah. Jeez. I think if anyone can do it, I think I've heard uh, that exact speech that Erica just made in churches across this nation. (laughs) (laughs) There is a plan. And if you just if you just believe, just and you watch it happen. The pieces will come together. Believe in the Russo brothers for your benefit. Yeah. Things, I say these things in, in the name of Kevin Feige. It's all have in been, Disney's hands. Zach, have you been watching the, the Star Wars like priest guy on TikTok? Because you sound just like him. There's this guy who does this like he has this book. He's like, today we are reading from the Book of Ray, and he starts like talking about Star Wars, and it's hmm. hilarious. Man, I can only I can only, I can only imagine the Book of Kylo Ren. It's got to be real Song of Solomon. It really so, is. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit more pragmatic when it comes to Kevin Feige and the plan that Marvel has. I do think that they have a plan. I think sometimes we romanticize it a little bit and that it's this like every detail is planned out. And like you pointed out, Erica, yeah. there's some legal issues to get to where we are now that, that had to be resolved that they couldn't mm-hmm. foresee. But there seems to be this idea that this is what they planned all along when Iron Man happened. It's not. Iron Man happened and it was a happy accident. They're like, oh, you know what? Maybe we can make something big out of this and then started building on that. And so I I think the plan is in motion all the time. Like there's things that are always changing and adapting as different things change. But it's a skeleton and it's being built on with time. Yeah. (laughs) But I do think that we will see the X-Men soon. Mutants soon. Um, Yeah. But I don't know what that means. And I don't think we're going to see the the uh, 20th Century Fox mutants. Yeah. No. Which is too I, bad because I, I sure would have loved to have had Hugh Jackman in there. But Oh, my fine. gosh. Fine. That would have been amazing. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing. We will, we will get mutants eventually because mm-hmm. Kevin Feige has confirmed that they are making Deadpool 3 and it will be rated R and it yes. will be in the MCU. That yes. Is- yes. So I'm so excited. That's that's the only technical confirmation we have that uh, mutants will enter in. Um, yeah. I will say, I I they can't. Marvel did the same trick twice. They did it with Boner and they did it with the Mandarin. Yep, that is just some actor. That's a and I great point. When Wait, I hold did on, not, Sonner, are you okay? I'm okay. Okay, just can't okay. see that. Did your but eyes yeah. roll to the back of your head? They Jeez. they really did, yeah. But no, that's that's a really fair that's point, really Zach, good point, because mm-hmm. they. I mean, that was an awesome bait and switch that they did. I mean, it. That's exactly what it was. It was a bait and switch. Yeah, yeah. they they. Did Zoner just say good on them for that movie? I mean, he it really means it. If you're gonna. If, I, I, it's well, a bait and switch. They did it really well. Zoner's on pain meds or something. I, I don't, don't know. Like it. It. You don't have to like it, but you have you can say that You'll it's a I can it. acknowledge that what they did, they yeah. did well. I mean, they they screwed over the fans that were expecting one thing and 
got something else. I, yeah. I'm Honor, have so you, impressed. Have you met with the mirrorverse or something? Is, <laughs> is, is there, no, you know, I mean, I, I, I hate what they did with the Mandarin. I mean, but I mean, it's a, it's a straight up screw job for the fans that were expecting something, but it was, it was a complete bait and switch. I was really expecting the Mandarin to be the Mandarin, but it was kind of the same thing that happened with Boner. I just, yeah, I just laughed. Uh, I, <laughs> just okay. laugh at the boner. I mean, that's laugh what you do. <laughs> we have uh, one there. Let's let's talk about. You know, the, when you just see a boner, you just you laugh. Just gotta laugh at the boner. Oh my gosh! But <laughs> I'm not even. I love your sex tape. <laughs> I, I will yeah. say. I will say this though, with the with the Evan Peters thing. I was I was really disappointed. Not not Mandarin level disappointed, but I was really disappointed. It, it was a. Uh, I felt they could have just done so much more with that. They should have just like left it up for interpretation and just let us keep theorizing like crazy fans that oh, we yeah. are. They, they should have just let us do that. Just leave it open. They didn't mm-hmm. need to provide any closure on that at all. No, nope. and then they could have done what they wanted down the road or done nothing. Oh, it, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, mine's completely different. Mine is mine is about vision. But no, it well, it would have been totally cool. Quick, I yeah, do we probably should talk about okay. vision like once. You're like, did you know he was blue? Okay, okay. <laughs> vision so, is now white. So, so okay. So he zooms off. Right, everybody's yeah, yeah. very confused as to where he's going because he's he's all of a sudden learned who he is. Uh, you know, his life. All the memories. And everyone's like, why didn't he go to Wanda? And it's simply because he is the shell with the memories. He has none of the emotions that came along with those memories. His protocol is probably to go straight to Avengers Tower. Yep. And find well, Tony or find somebody or even Bruce it's Avengers. It's Avengers Campus now, the tower. It, it, that's it's true. been abandoned it's and Stark has sold it. So it's, it's, it's totally yeah. going to be a Fantastic Four it tower it eventually but the Baxter building ever the Baxter building yeah so that's exactly where he went it's it's protocol he's trying to figure out what to do next because he is the shell of the memories that he has whereas the vision <laughs> with feelings is gone just like the ship of theseus i think it's how yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It. you got it it's yeah yep. it's got it's like well who's the real vision it's like well now that you've got the memories are you actually still the original so he's got a lot to go through and the comics when man that stuff is heartbreaking because when he meets his kids technically his kids and meets vision the kids come running up and they're like dad oh my gosh dad and he's like i'm not your father you know like i have Mm -hmm. i have no connection to you whatsoever and yeah. I have a feeling that this vision in the future is going to break our hearts just a little bit more when he sees Wanda again. Well, and does he's he going to be the season finale of Chuck? <gasps> Don't do that. No, no. Bring that up. no. too soon. <laughs> it ended over ten years. years. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's been twenty years. It's always going to be too it's, soon. It's never. A good I'm sorry. Time. I I you did? just wrecked Colin for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I. I I think it's like but, two minutes left. But honestly, you're Zach, you're not wrong. I did I am, really I'm like that, I'm the, used to that. I'm used to not being wrong. It happens. 
<laughs> it's a heavy burden. <laughs> I did really like the, the, the face-off, though, between the two visions. Yeah, like, I thought I that scene it. was really cool. And, like, my favorite line was he was like, I request elaboration. And then they so talk good. about it. And you're just like, yeah, what yeah. is happening? It was, like, it was yeah. such I a was cool. vision thing. It was just such just in character. <laughs> It was hard for me to watch because something about the camera angle. The whole time, I just felt like I had double vision the whole time watching. That scene. <laughs> yeah. But at least it wasn't black and white this time. Got him. <laughs> actually, I will say Rachel did get motion sickness because it was like spinning. Oh yeah, yeah it was. It was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is Vision and Wanda are such an unlikely pairing because. Just thinking about like how Wanda has such ties to the occult and magic and falling in love with a very technological being. It's that simply because it's it's because of the stone. That is what brings them together because no one no one else can understand them the way that they do because yeah. the stone helped create her and the mind stone created vision essentially and so that's what brings them together as a couple is through I, that connection and that friendship first which came into whatever they wanted after that i think, I think there's something about that but i also sorry zach i interrupted no you. Go please go for it i insist i i also think that for wanda vision offers a lot of stability that she hasn't had ever in her life and he was you know, even aside from the stone, he was the first one to really kind of see her for who she was and not necessarily just something to be feared and um, yep. controlled, but but her as an individual and a, and a person, and he's there. He's rock solid, and she hasn't had that kind of stability, like, ever yeah. in her That's life. Yeah. Well, and I like that said, little like, flashback. Like in, in Civil War, you know, he, he specifically says, I just want people to see you as I do. Mm-hmm. I think Jason's going to bring up the point that I was going to bring up. Hit it, ma'am. The the little flashback where they're like watching like the like the starting of their relationship when they're like sitting on the bed and he's yeah. like, oh, should I come sit? Do you want me to sit here? And she's like, I love that. Oh. Yeah, it was such a, it was so such cool. a, I agree with you, Jason. It was, it was very sweet and tender to see that moment, knowing where they end up, knowing the, the heartbreak they go through and thing where it starts. Yeah. I think, I think there's a few things that, bonded them the first one is uh i mean definitely the stability i mean vision is a very practical being and so practical but still kind Uh, and Mm -hmm. i think she she really needed that they both came about because of the mind stone i mean she always was the scarlet witch but the mind stone is what really exploded her power so they have that going for them as well yeah but one of the things that I think um, brings them together to most the most is uh, Vision's desire to understand. Vision is always seeking to understand this human world that he's been brought into uh, ever since ever since we first saw him in Age of Ultron, and it kind of happens as a joke where we see him uh, like see Thor's cape, and he's like, "I want one of those." Um, but vision, vision is truly good. He lifted mm-hmm. Mjolnir. He, uh, he speaks to Wanda with such kindness and just seeks to understand her. And I, I think people didn't seek to understand her person. People sought to understand her power. And so yeah. how could you not fall in love with a being 
who doesn't know what to say and yet says something as perfect as what is grief, if not love persevering? I would like to add on to that Uh, with the interview with Paul Bettany, when they were talking about that quote and they were bouncing around, you know, different ways to say it. And and one of the writers made fun of it and was like, he was like, he was like, um, what is beef if not cow persevering? Yeah, there's a lot of those. I, they're just so good. But that that it's such a beautiful sentiment because he does. Yeah. He just wants to learn and understand. And who better to learn and understand than the woman who craves that? Yep. So yeah. I think I think they're a I think they're a lovely couple. I think it was really nice to be able to see more of their relationship explored in this uh, in this facility. Going forward, uh, I mean, it's very obvious how Wanda is going to fit into the multiverse of madness. She's mm-hmm. looking for her kids. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, and she, I mean, I'm sure her and Doctor Strange can compare notes about astral projection. <laughs> I think, I think that Wanda will be start a, as a protagonist and end mm-hmm. up as a secondary villain in multiverse of madness. I, I think they will find her kids. Yep. I think they will find her kids. Dr. Strange will be like, you can't take them. This is their universe. And she'll say, she's like, bitch. Yep. <laughs> These are my children. <laughs> I so and I assume around that point is when vision will come back and vision will somehow bring her back down. This is, have you that. guys, have you guys seen this stuff? Erica may have seen this because it's been floating around on TikTok. Uh, have you guys seen this stuff about Vision's nationality? <laughs> what? So no, Vision, no. Vision is <laughs> made entirely out of vibranium, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And vibranium comes from Wakanda. Yeah. Right. <gasps> Wakanda is yeah. in Africa. Well, now there's yes. all these jokes online that Vision is black. <laughs> I mean, te- technically, and I'm for people he's, listening, he's, I'm in quotes right now. Bunny ears. Technically, that is no. He he's is technically African. African. He's technically yeah. African. He's not he's an African, African substance, which yeah. makes me wonder why on earth did did Sword have Vision when his property himself came from Wakanda. I'll tell you why, Erica. I'll tell you why. Damn white people, that's why. Freaking how freaking (laughs) freaking Howard and his and his Uh, sneaky white people. His power complex to to take him and put him together and make him into a weapon. He should not I'm not so sure I'm not sure I'm not so sure that Given the means and the opportunity, that Fury wouldn't have done the same thing if he still had Shield up oh, and operating. Probably, 100%. and I still would have been mad yeah. at Fury if he had done that. Yeah, yeah. the That's difference true. with Fury is you would never have seen those bits and pieces. They mm-hmm. would have been hidden away somewhere. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't know until he came as a completed being again. Correct. And he's like, Look "That's what how good Fury on. is." <laughs> you don't Surprise. know what Fury's working on until it's done. Surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so before before Jake wraps up with the speech, uh, just no real point. quick, no pressure. Can we, now. 
you guys you guys want to do like a really quick like rating system like ba 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 ba? Yep. Let's do it. Okay. What's our scale? Yeah. Scale is between um I don't know. Out of ten? Dark hold books? Out of, <laughs> out of dark you know there's out technically six three, infinity stones? Three dark hold books have shown up in, in MCU TV shows. Yes. Yeah. But it's a good thing though because I I mean I am kind of sad though that the shield that shield isn't canon, but mm-hmm. I did appreciate having the dark hold show up there. I thought that was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I never saw Runaways, but so I can't speak to that. Runaways one, was surprisingly good. That's what I, I heard. Really but like yeah. Runaways. I've heard that, but there's too much TV. There's and whereas me and Marley consider ourselves professional binge watchers, so we watch a shiz ton of stuff. I do not appreciate I do not appreciate the way you presented that. Every time you are speaking of an activity that you have done with Marley, I request that you speak Marley and me, not <laughs> me and Marley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, uh, okay, <laughs> um, uh, so that would we make will, Marley um, a golden retriever. Exactly I, why I'm I going like to yeah. I'm gonna vote I'm gonna vote mine. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was really well done. I thought it was a nice character study between um vision and wanda i think the intimate parts of the series were its best in that it it went off the rail sometimes trying to create fan i feel like it was trying to create fan theories as opposed to just telling this mysterious story so but i thought i mean we didn't talk much about Agatha, but she was so good. So good. Oh my gosh. So good. She's coming back. I'm ready for this. She she needs to be a villain more often. She will be. Especially She's in the so good. I'm gonna just So out of out of ten, I'm gonna say I give WandaVision seven Agatha thongs. <laughs> <laughs> seven Agathongs. It was right there. <laughs> I, I'm gonna give it a seven. I think it was good, not great. Okay. I'll, I'll go next because I'm on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. I, I mean, people know this. I, I tend to go into things with re- with decently low expectations, so then I enjoy things more, and that's how I go into everything. And that's that's not saying that anybody's opinions are unjustified because I see I see those points, and I agree. I would probably give it a, a nine out of ten boners. Nice. <laughs> you stole <laughs> my rating system. You stole mine. Dang it. Because there was so much, and I, I personally don't think that the writers and creators intended for the fan theories to get so out of hand, which I think caused a lot of strife with the ending, in my personal opinion. Um, but I, I have always adored Wanda and vision, um, and being able to see all of that come to light and given in such a unique way and tying in all the people outside of the hex, everything. Uh, there are some things that were left unknown and kind of like, ah, that I wish could have been done better, but I absolutely loved it. Awesome. I'll go next. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Actually, very, very similar to what Erica said, too. But, like, for me, going into this, like, again, I kind of said before, I didn't really care about Wanda and Vision and their relationship. But this show changed that. 
because we finally, we got to see their story told a little bit um, more and in a unique way, you know, with the, with the television, the sitcoms, the, um, all the different uh, decades and, and just really getting into that theme. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I've not really seen that in any other TV show before. And I thought that was a really unique way to share the narrative. And so I really, I really enjoyed that. And so, I mean, I also give it a nine out of 10. The only, the reason why I take, I don't give it 10 out of 10 is only because of Ralph Boner. That's totally valid. Because I wanted, I wanted more. I wanted more X-Men stuff. Because I, I know the X-Men movies aren't like super great quality wise, but I still love the X-Men movies. And I, I wanted more. And so, I mean, I, I, you can ask Jason when we were watching that episode when Fiatro shows up at the end. I almost fell off the couch because I was so surprised. <laughs> and I was screaming and anyways. But um, so, yeah, that's really the only reason why I would only dock off a point is just because it didn't end up quite being what we were hoping for. But everything else was really great. And I actually, it, it made me care about two characters that I didn't previously care about. All right. What about you, Jason? Um, I mean, kind of just echoing like my reason, like I, I give it an 8.5 boners, boners, black visions, um, whatever else scale of agathons. Uh, <laughs> I give it an 8.5. <laughs> um, For the record, vision doesn't have one. <laughs> Wade doesn't, doesn't need one. Earth, oh. doesn't, doesn't need actually, one. Wanda can make actually, her own kids. Doesn't matter. <laughs> she don't need no man. <laughs> I so I have <laughs> I have an intense love for the X Men universe, and that was just I hated that <laughs> that they teased that, and I didn't get more X Men. But I love the show. They did hurt me, honestly, yeah. um, a little bit with that, but. I loved the show though. That was for me. It was fresh. It was new. I hadn't seen anything like that in Marvel Universe before, um, and I and I enjoyed that a lot with the sitcommy stuff. Um, so yeah, I give it eight point five. All right, Colin. <sighs> well, guys, I loved it. I freaking thought it was amazing. I I'm still going to give it an eight out of ten though. Just because uh, I think Zach's exactly right. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that were were a little derailed or kind of overdone that that could have made the show be a little more streamlined and kind of to the point. You know, not creating all these fan theories just to create fan theories, right? Um, but overall. Uh, the cinematics were absolutely stunning and amazing. The way that they did uh, each and every um, different decade that they were jumping into um, and, and the thought that went behind, even even to down to the theme music, right? Uh, this was very, very well thought out. This is our first, you know, real uh, MCU type TV show that we're getting and I think it's definitely set a set a, a standard and, and a bar pretty high for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right, Zoner, your thoughts? 
Uh, for a lot of the reasons that have already been mentioned, I'm going to go ahead and give it an 8.5. Uh, I am very disappointed, as I previously mentioned, uh, that the whole Ralph Bono, Ralph Boner thing ended, Ralph the, way, Bono. <laughs> ended the way that it did. Uh, I think I would have been much more satisfied had they just left that open-ended, as I previously said. I'm giving it, I, I was going to go just with an eight out of 10, but I'm giving it the extra 0.5 because we got not only a comics accurate Scarlet Witch costume at the end, which I thought was awesome. They also referred to her as the Scarlet Witch, but we also got a comics accurate Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver costume during the Halloween episode, which I thought was awesome. So that bumped it up an extra half point for me. So I am going to give it a five out of 10 dead Pietros. Um, for oh, my oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Full of bullet holes. Like this, <laughs> this right. show. Your rating is full of holes. Well, that's fine. <laughs> this show, this show was fine. I think if you're a fan of the MCU, you have to watch it because you need to know what's coming up next, and it builds onto that. Um, but I didn't think it was as great. I, and I think part of it for me too, like, okay, yeah, it, the the beginning, you're doing the sitcoms and things like that, and then partway through, it just becomes a regular MCU, whatever. And so I, I don't know. It, it just didn't connect with me. Um, it's not my favorite. I understand that people love it, but there you go. I'm giving it five. Uh, and it was going to be four, but I decided to be nice and give it five. So You didn't want to make me and Marley and Jason cry? Because um, we love that was, that so much. so sweet of you. You yeah. bumped it up one. Just <laughs> Listen, I'm not here to make friends, all right? Obviously. Too bad because I love the hell out of you. I was Thanks. like, that you was too, my shock. Zach. I was like, hold on a second. Yeah. All right. There you go. There's our thoughts wait, on WandaVision. Oh, wait. Never mind. Sorry. Um, we were going to wrap it up now. Um, you can. Who did, did we just. Oh, you changed it. The background. I was like, what just happened? Colin's messing around with stuff. All right. You can find us uh, all over fine. the interweb, uh, all over social media. Um, and we appreciate you listening, watching, uh, whatever you're doing. Uh, you can find us at Soul and Droids on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the places. Um, thanks so much for being here, and uh, we'll see you next time. Are you going to play us out, Colin? <laughs> love you 3000, everybody. Do it. Oh, love you. Hey. Remote, wait, remote, come on. Da, 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 oh, yeah, remote, come on. <laughs> Coming in late. It's too late. It's too late. We're ending. All right. It's not too late. It's never too late. Remote, con and me. Don't miss it. It'll be fun. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.